Oh, thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shit Talk. Here we are, March the 1st, 2023, episode number 98 already. We're joined here with uh, our good friend Stacy. She's now our new wand fairy. Um, she joined us back in um, uh, episode 26, believe it or not, on our first season here. A uh, young lady in the in the States who was uh, uh, openly admitting to having uh, negative and, and adverse reactions from, from the vaccine. Um, we've been continuing to follow her, of course, through the through the podcast and you know through various social media. She was definitely shadow banned, um, and and also banned, I think, outright on uh, on some platforms. But uh, we managed to reconnect with with Stacy here, and uh, find out that she's you know traveling with uh, you know folks like uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and working with the uh, Medical Freedom Conference, I believe it is. That's correct. Stacy, welcome back to Shit Talk. Hi. <laughs> so you've you've picked up this this um a wand, it's called. And and we I want to get into I really want to get into what, what that is, but uh interestingly enough, we we also reached out to you recently because we knew that you were living fairly close to East Palestine there. Yes. Uh actually not super close, a uh, three and a half hours away, but still feeling the effects of it for sure. Hmm. And and you're you're fortunate enough that you're traveling a bit, like you said. I think you're in New Orleans right now. That's correct. Yeah, I'm in New Orleans uh, for tonight. I'm actually going to be heading back to Ohio tomorrow, and I'm kind of dreading it, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, what what did you witness from from there? That's just something new on the you know on the minds of everyone. I think we should just get that kind of uh, look yeah, at. Absolutely. First. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into like everything with the wand, but I was feeling better doing better. And then all of a sudden I crashed and I was in the bed and I was super sick and I was having, um, nausea, super bad pain, headaches, uh, blurred vision. Um, some of my tremors were coming back in my hand. My muscles were stiffening all symptoms that I experienced from the vaccine, which is a sign of toxicity, which is that I now know that, um, so my body was just being overloaded with toxins somewhere and I couldn't figure out the culprit. I hadn't been outside of my house. I work from home now. Um, I hadn't done anything differently, you know, as far as my daily routines. And I was just sick. I'm like, what is going on? So when I had mustered up enough energy to look through my phone, um, I started seeing these posts like, they, I can't believe they burned that chemical, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what is going on? So I started digging. And of course, I saw the huge plume of smoke and the, the pictures and then all the different articles about what the chemical is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is exactly what's going on. Something in the air was was triggering me. And I was down for four to five days from that after they burned it. I had no idea any of that was going on. Um, I've been super, super busy with my, my new adventure. So, um, I wasn't really paying attention to current events, didn't have time. So yeah, my body definitely let me know. And that was terrifying for me. Um, and now I'm really disappointed because I just signed a lease on January 1st and I don't want to be in Ohio right now. I really don't. <laughs> well, and there, there seems to be a lot of, um, you know, finger pointing as well, you know, as to what happened yes. there. Uh, first, we yeah. got told that it could have been a shunt, which is a mm -hmm. derailment to the train. This could have been an eco-terrorist attack of sorts, mm -hmm. right? Um, and but, but what they weren't mentioning was the fact that when you burn vinyl chloride, that creates a chemical reaction called mustard gas, mm -hmm. which is the production of it, which, again, taxes the respiratory system, 
and literally prevents people from the you know from breathing properly mm-hmm. and getting that that fresh oxygen into their system so no wonder um i know that um our friend um lindsay here in in um ontario canada um they were showing pictures and and she was um describing you know um sore eyes burning eyes itchy mm-hmm. skin uh, there were other people I seen on TikTok there from that same near na- area of Ontario that were showing, you know, like basically the the oil uh, rainbow colors showing up in the snow as yeah. it was melting on the street. Were you seeing mm-hmm. much of that? Yeah, I saw that. My friend Leah actually is up in Ontario, so she was sending us pictures and whatnot. And she's she's also very sick. She's also injured and feeling the same effects. So it's not it's not as contained as they're trying to make it out to be. I mean, we've got me that's three and a half hours south of it. Um, she's quite a bit of ways north of it. She's feeling the effects. And so, yeah, it's there. Well, how they're trying to poo poo it and minimize it is absolutely a lie. Well, and it's, it's fear. It's scary. It's scary for us, um, mm-hmm. especially here in Canada right now, where I know we talked before the podcast here about, you know, we can't even get news on Facebook right now because yeah. they're doing this test on, on, you know, the upcoming, um, C11 bill, which is basically internet censorship, right? So mm-hmm. the government is allowed to decide, and we'll call it the government, it's the CRTC, but it's a branch of a federal, where they're allowed to tell you what you can and can't watch for the news. So they've just decided, well, let's do a test and see what happens when there's no news available. Right. So, you know, That's and, um, well, what really bothers me is when people say stuff like, you know, and I posted the video of the the gross oil slick shit uh, melting on the street in the snow and people are like oh yeah as if as if that doesn't happen every spring when the snow's melting from all the oil on the ground and i'm like well wow you can't help but look at this and say this isn't typical right it's, it's not, not like- and yeah you do see that in the winter time but it's not in the same direct outline as the snow that's melting you might see a puddle here and there that's rainbowed <laughs> but mm-hmm. not the whole line of the snow that's absolutely abnormal and what's crazy is um, the night before I was, I ended up in the bed sick. Um, I had went out to dinner with my friend who she drove from Illinois over to Pennsylvania, but stopped to drop off some firewood for me to be kind because I got a fireplace in my new house. And so um, she, we were standing outside talking for like 45 minutes and I started to get really nauseous and I was trying to hide it because, you know, she had driven all that way. And she's like, you got time for dinner? And I'm like, yes, I do. But I, so I went inside trying to like gather myself. I'm like, why am I so nauseous? I took some electrolytes because usually that'll knock it out. Cause sometimes that nausea is just from an electrolyte imbalance with me. So I tried that. It seemed to calm it a little bit. Um, we get to the restaurant, we get our drinks and then we get our salads. And when we got our salads, I was sitting there and I just could not, I was, I knew I was going to vomit. So I take, I take off running to the bathroom. I didn't make it. I ended up puking in my hands in front of people. It was totally humiliating. And it wasn't until the following day that I figured out what I had done. I basically poisoned myself standing outside talking to her and my body just violently reacted to it. Now, we were seeing reports with, um, you know, people's livestock and mm-hmm. definitely, you know, and, and it's hard these days because, you know, I'm not going to say there's no such thing as, as misdirection or disinformation out there, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, streams full of dead fish and, and frogs, you know, all belly up in, in these creeks. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, well, how many frogs are out at this time of year? But... <laughs> You know, as far as as far as that goes, like, is this a real thing? Have you have you seen anything like that yourself, or or heard of uh, any neighbors pers- with livestock issues? 
No, not personally where I live, but to be honest, I really don't come outside of my little bubble. So <laughs> I haven't noticed anything locally. I have had friends who have posted about things locally, um, especially like the creeks and streams showing the rainbow too. So yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And, you know, and again, people who want to deny that, that it's happening have to think what goes up must come down. This mm -hmm. is, I thought these people love science. That's what really bothers me. Because they were always big fans of science until all of a sudden it was, oh, well, they did what was best and what was smartest. And you're like, why are you making excuses for pollution now? Mm -hmm. you know, I don't understand that. But, uh, you know, it, it's not yeah, surprising, weird, sadly. Um, <clears throat> the weird pictures of, like, the film on the car, we were getting that, too, for a few days. It wasn't as heavy and thick as it was, like, up closer to Palestine. But we did definitely have that acid rain coating on our cars for a while. Um and that was crazy to see because I was just like, what is this? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It was crazy. And I had just washed my car the day before. So. Yeah. Well, it's crazy too. When you think that like here, and I, I'm pretty sure in the States it's, it's the same, but they're probably just not as uh, you know, you guys are very lucky um, in the United States because every state does kind of fight for its own. Mm -hmm. um, whereas here we have one ruler makes up a rule and basically um an example you know let's reduce the fertilizer use in farms well they're not mm -hmm. talking about reducing the the nitrogen or fertilizer they're spraying on the golf courses or country clubs but right. you know, oh farmers can expect to just reduce it by 30 percent which in turn reduces the amount of you know food production by about 30 percent if not more right so right so I don't understand where they get off saying, you know, this is this is for your better good. But that's something not to worry about when you can literally see shit eating through your, the paint on your car or even building up as a, as a white film. Right. Yeah, it's probably almost impossible to get out. Yeah. Did you see that TikTok going around where he's actually literally the, the stuff ate through his clear coat on his truck and it's just popping off? <laughs> I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It, it's just insane. Mm. Yeah, the scariest is when I see people saying, you know, like I just went outside and I'm coming back and my skin is on fire, like it's hurting. And, you know, mm -hmm. you know, not to say that I, I look up that kind of disastrous shit, but when I when I do come across it, especially in the early days of this happening. And again, you know, it was this was almost a month ago now. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't yeah. until last week that anybody from the government actually went and, and said, hey, we're, we're here to see what, you know, what we can do to help or whatever. Um disheartening enough as it was that uh the president seemed to be busy overseas with uh you know cashing checks or doing whatever they do <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe that i'm like oh wow our our former president visited but our current one did not <laughs> that was mm -hmm. yeah that's just pretty much that sums it up you know that sums up the, the state of our country our country right now it's it's a mess yeah and well you know again we don't <laughs> We don't pretend to pick sides here, and I, and I don't cheerlead for um, for either one. Um, personally, on the basis that um, he could have done more when he was in power, mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, especially when it comes to Julian Assange and uh, Edward Snowden. You know, the guy knew mm -hmm. he was on his way out. He could have he could have let those two free, and not to say even for you know even to get an extra vote or not, just to do what's right. You know, mm -hmm. so, so when he failed to do that, you know, I couldn't help but say, okay, he's not as nice as everybody thinks he is, or he's not as smart anyways, because in reality, he should have set, you know, set people free, especially that are political prisoners, right? So 
That's mm-hmm. where I have a hard time with him. And not only that, but you can't tell me he wasn't down there for some sort of publicity, you know, photo op. But what's what's most disconcerting is that it took him even um, three weeks before he showed up there. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, so there's no they're telling everybody whatsoever with any of them. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I am apolitical as they come. I, I don't pick sides either because I think all of them are corrupted and there's there's no such thing as a side you can trust. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all horrible, but it's just... It's just crazy to me <laughs> that they don't pay attention to their own people and, and they're not, it's just awful. And, and we're just, we're sick of it. We're getting fed up. <laughs> well, and we're seeing it more and more and it's the same mm-hmm. on our side here in, in Canada. We're not much different that way, right? Where they'll tell yeah. first nation people, Oh yeah, we'll get you clean water. And it's no different than what happened there in, in East Palestine, right? Where right. they said, Oh yeah, if you're, you know, you're fine within a mile. Anywhere outside of a mile, you're fine. You can still drink the water. Well, you know, sorry to say it, not even, you know, the president doesn't have to come himself. The vice president could show up and say, hey, I'm going to drink some of the water to prove, you know, do something something to ease people's, you know, fear. Because at that point, you know, you can see this, you can smell it. That's definite sign right there that something ain't right, right? So, you know. It really reminds me of the Chernobyl crisis. Honestly, I don't know if you ever watched that series on HBO. They did a whole like yeah. show about it. It was super accurate to what really happened. And it was all in the name of money and all the stuff that they were hiding, what actually happened in Chernobyl. I mean, kids were standing outside catching the flakes from the, the fire on their tongues. Yep. And they weren't telling these people that it was toxic. I mean, come on. You yeah. know, it's it's exactly the same. Yeah, the Bikini Atoll Islands. Um, I, I actually, years ago, um, listened to a podcast with Joe Rogan and did, did some research into the Bikini Atoll Islands and mm-hmm. no different where they literally said, no, no, you guys are good to move back, go on, move back. And they knew radiation was still huge, you know, a, a huge issue and concern. Mm-hmm. And now they're dealing, you know, two generations, three generations later, still having people with deformalities, still having, you know, a lot of health issues and stuff like that. And still definite signs of taking a Geiger counter out there. The radiation levels are just off the charts, right? So my gosh yeah and yet they've been you know, oh no it's okay everything is fine you guys can move back like all just to you know yeah that's what, exactly what they do with these Palestine. and i'm like oh no these people are just gonna go back they're gonna go back and be like da, 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 da. and did you hear about the medical bracelet thing in that area oh yeah they wanted yeah digital id for people uh-huh <laughs> how convenient how isn't that convenient eh? yeah <laughs> yeah i just I just have to shake my head anymore. It, it's and what is crazy to me is that there's still people that are denying that any of it's going on. Yeah, that is uh you know that that is as shocking as as those people saying, you know, oh no, they're from the government and they're here to help. Just trust the mm-hmm. government, right? Or right. others that are saying, Oh, well, what did you expect the other guy to do? You know, did you expect him to come down here, you know, three weeks ago and, and do something? Well, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. or at least address it on the news or something, right? Like, I don't know. It's it's weird that they wouldn't even talk about it on the news. Like, you know, they they do a press briefing every morning, I think, usually in the, in the states there, and nobody mm-hmm. was mentioning it. No, and that goes that just just goes hand in hand with the injured people. They don't want to talk about us either. Hmm. Well. I, for one, I'm, I'm glad that, um, like I said, that we've been able to keep in touch with you. Um, I know you were heavily um, shadow banned and then 
So yeah, your shadow banned or you know, or just altogether just gave up on TikTok there after a while, right? Well, yeah, I mean they I had hit like a hundred thousand followers and I the important thing to me about TikTok was not the followers, it was the fact that most of my followers were secretly injured. They were people that were afraid to come forward to their families, afraid to come forward to their caretakers, and I was their only line of support. So when they took my TikTok away, it absolutely devastated me. I mean, it really did crush my soul because I know how it is to be completely alone. There was a three-week period when I was very first injured that I was terrified to talk about it online, you know? But sitting in a hospital bed, I that's when I went to TikTok and was like, I have to say something. I have to tell people what's going on. You know, I just felt called to do that. So, um, but some people aren't that that way, you know? And so they just suffer in silence. So I just, I just cried and grieved for that for a long time. So when I started having something that was actually giving me relief, because to be honest with you, I never bothered going back to TikTok because I didn't have any good news for him. You know, I was just getting worse. Um, my symptoms were progressing, you know, and then I ended up with a brand new symptom uh, in April of 2022. I started vomiting undigested food and then I would vomit for hours and hours a day, just retching like nonstop. Um, which of course would set up all of my other symptoms. So it was just this horrible cycle that I was on. Um, and that was happening since April, 2022. So I was just getting worse. I didn't, I didn't feel like I should be going back to TikTok or trying to even entertain that at all, unless, <laughs> unless I had something happy to tell them. So I was absolutely thrilled that I could come back. So I am back, but um, slowly building, I have already been kind of shadow banned on that account too. So it's crazy. Yeah, um, we last spoke with you September the 11th of 21. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then shortly thereafter, we noticed that, you know, less and less of your, um, your posts were getting were getting out there, your videos were getting out there. We didn't know yeah. if it was due to, you know, um, you being fatigued or, you know, suffering from, you know, the inability to, to, to do it, or, mm -hmm. or shadow banning was our first suggestion with, you know, uh, not only that, of course, we were worried for your well-being because we knew that, uh, like so many others, and and those that aren't familiar and haven't listened to that that episode, I I highly recommend you go back to I think it was I'm a kind of cute was yeah. your handle there on on TikTok, and I think that's how we uh, we titled that episode as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, and you know, and to further the point, um, I would have had to jump through a lot of hoops to get back on TikTok because. When they banned my account, they banned my IMEI number on my phone. So I couldn't create a new account from that phone. I would have had to buy a whole new phone, which of course I couldn't afford. Um, but not only that, when they deleted my TikTok account, they deleted my son's account, which makes sense because he uses the same Wi-Fi as I do. But they also deleted my adult daughter's account and she didn't live in the same household as me. Wow. Yeah. So they took down all three of our accounts on the same day. See that's shocking. I, I that's the first time I've I've heard of that. It's not surprising though. That's the sad part. Mm -hmm. um, like like so many others, though you and you had, you know told us uh, as well on on that podcast that you know you were doing it for the reason that a lot of people did, right? Which was you wanted to protect your loved ones. You had a I believe a immunocompromised um, person living with you or a family member that you would regularly see. Uh, my mom, she has COPD. So she was convinced if she got COVID, well, my brother convinced her that if she got COVID, that she was going to drop dead because of her COPD. So she was absolutely paranoid. And it was my 40th birthday. 
coming up and it was a pretty substantial birthday and you know we hadn't gotten together for any family gatherings or anything I had hugged any of my family members since the COVID stuff started because they just wouldn't allow it so this was going to be like the first big like gathering we had was for my 40th birthday and they all were refusing to come unless I got my shot so I reluctantly just did it and I did it to shut them up to be honest with you because I just wanted to celebrate my birthday I wanted to see my family and uh worst mistake, worst decision I made in stubborn haste of my life, definitely lesson learned. But, um, you know, since then I, I don't, I don't speak to my family now because, you know, my mom took me to all my appointments and all that stuff, but they get burnt out after a while, you know, driving somebody sick to an appointment and, you know, all the stress, it's just all these ups and downs, you know, she would take me to the, the hospital while I'm, you know, looking and appearing to have a stroke and the doctors are telling me I am not having a stroke and they send me home and come to find out when I had been in the hospital in August of 2021, I actually did have a TIA, a trans ischemic attack, a mini stroke. And my, I had went and gotten like a fourth opinion on my neurology, like my MRI scans and my EEGs and all of that. And, um, she's the one who informed me that I did in fact have a stroke in August of 2021. So Cleveland clinic, six neurologists sat by my bedside while I was actively having a stroke and sent me home because of the reason I was having a stroke because my chart is flagged. I've also confirmed that in the medical system, my chart is now flagged. So that's why they just kind of brush me off. Don't look at me. Don't take me seriously whatsoever. Um, basically what you missed out on while we were not communicating or I wasn't around on TikTok is that I just kept going to different specialists and different doctors and more tests and just trying to figure out what the heck is going on and, and try to find a doctor that put the whole puzzle together. Well, um, in doing that, a functional doctor in California reached out to me and there's a new blood screening that they're doing in some lab in Arizona. She wanted to use me as like one of the first people to get this particular panel done. So we get that panel back and on paper, I look like an AIDS patient. Um, like literally all of my like my killer T cells and all this stuff are all just messed up. I look like I had an active AIDS infection on, on paper. Um, there was like some ratio. I can't exactly quote what it was, but something like 1.0 and below it's an active AIDS infection. Mine was 1.1. Um, and like it, it, everything was just off. My platelets were off. And so they were thinking that I had, um, like a leukemia or lymphoma. So in September, I had a bone marrow biopsy out of my hip, which is absolutely barbaric and horrific. And I don't recommend it to anyone. This is one of the worst pain in my life. I was actually clawing the wall while the doctor was doing it. It was terrible. Um, and then uh, we got those results back. And, you know, I, I have access to all my records here in the U.S. So I can look at my digital records and I can Google and I can, I'm, I'm a pretty smart person. I can see what ratios are and charts and all this stuff. And I went to my follow-up appointment and this hematologist tried to tell me that everything was fine with my bone marrow biopsy. And I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that he was trying to tell me everything was fine when I had levels that were off and what those were indicating. He, he wouldn't, he would not acknowledge it. He just wouldn't do it. So um, I had just pretty much given up at that point. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So uh, a couple weeks before I discovered what I discovered, um, I was actually just going to end my life. I had a complete plan. I, I knew what I was going to do. And uh, I, this is what saved my life was seeing my friend use this device and it worked for him. But um, I was done. I, I had been through so much, you know, my family was sick of it. I was sick of it. Um, and it was just a hor horrific, low quality life. I didn't have any quality of life.
And, and you, um, uh, maybe I'm mistaken, um, you, you did more than just the, the initial first vaccine, did you not? Yeah, I, I actually had an acute reaction from my second. I was actually having a reaction to my first and, and you know, reached out to the doctor with concerns because my heart rate was 165. Um, and they monitored my heart and, you know, diagnosed me with tachycardia, but they still told me to get the second shot. They said it wasn't related. They said it was because I was fat. They said it was because I was, you know, had just hit 40. That's just what happens. You're getting older. So, um, stupidly, I got the second shot when my body was already telling me no, who's setting off all the alarm bells, but the doctors completely ignored them. So when I got my second shot within an hour, I was acutely ill, um, my initial reaction was horrifying um, because I completely disassociated, like left my body, uh, the brain burning at the base of my skull. I was instantly dizzy. My skin was flushed, started to burn. Um, and I couldn't see, it was just terrible. And it happened within an hour. Wow. Mm -hmm. And now, fortunately you, you have, you know, um, found the right, um, network, we'll call it that, and the right family mm -hmm. to uh, to line yourself up with there. And uh, thankfully, you know, you, you of course uh, didn't go through with uh, with taking a, an easier way out, if you want to call it that. Right. Um, but yeah, I can't help. That... Sorry, I just I just wanted to point out that you know what what troubles me the most is when folks such as yourself or people that have lost um, young ones, um, children, and that. And they've gone through struggles like yourself where, you know, the medical system is telling them, no, it's not that this is something else or, or whatnot. And you can't help but say like talking to you, especially now. Um, and even back then, you're very well educated on, on what was going on and keeping yourself very well informed. And to mm -hmm. some aspect, it's, it's crazy how more people don't accept that experience um, with as much value as, um, people who have gone through med school and are just trying to, you know, uh, right. find the easiest easiest way to uh, explain it, you know. Yeah, actually, I was just I was um, getting some signs ready for the we did a thing at the um, Capitol yesterday, so I was getting some signs ready, and a security guard in the Hilton Hotel parking lot walked up and was asking about the signs. He's like, what are, what are your signs for? What are those signs about? Um, and I said, I'm vaccine injured. And I explained, you know, a little bit of my story. And he goes, well, I've had six shots and I'm totally fine. And immediately I'm blown away because I can instantly do the math in my head and go, why does he have six shots? It hasn't, the shot hasn't even been out for three years and he has three years worth of shots. Why? So um, I began to educate him and he started to glaze over and he just was like, no, he's like, no, my company, there's like 600,000 of us and we've all had the shot and we're totally fine. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, they're not, you're not going to hear about it if nobody's fine because they hide us. I said, watch who's loaded on this bus. Watch the people come there. You're going to see a lady come out in a wheelchair. That's one of my close friends. Um, watch these people walking out with canes, uh, having to have assistance. They walk. These are all injured people. We are not okay. And I guarantee you that a in a company of 600,000 people that lots of them, lots of them are like us. And then his buddy came up and started to chime in and was like, listen, I used to be in the military. Let me tell you something and, you know, brought him up to speed, but it just blew my mind that this man is sitting there, like, you know, watching me, like looking me eye to eye. And I'm like a very, um, I can convey my emotions very well when I tell, you know, tell my story. And so for him to just be looking at me face to face and just denying that I'm that it's real. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I wanted to be like, here, let me show you some pictures. Let me show you some videos. But 
I just try to plant the seed whenever I can, whenever I'm out in public or talking to someone or they, something comes up, I always try to tell them my story so that everybody knows. And I've run into so many people that just are like, huh, really? You don't say like, how do people not know this is going on? I don't get it. Cause it's, it's all around me. Maybe it's because of where I'm sitting and within the fight, but to me, it seems like there's so many of us now, how could they possibly deny that it's happening? Yeah. And for one, you know, um, I would imagine middle-aged man or young man to be speaking for 5,999 other, you know, right. um, co-workers, you mm-hmm. know, first off, you know, how many people, like you said, how many had problems and didn't say anything about it, whether it was, you know, irregular menstruation, you know, uh, miscarriages, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a whole side where, you know, even myself, I, you know, I'm not going to ask people about these kind of, you know, yeah, things, right? right? So for him to, you know, have that, and and it's sad because there's still, like I said before, there's still a lot of govern me harder cheerleaders out there. Mm-hmm. They just want to, they want to believe that every, you know, oh, it's all safe and effective and masks work. And, and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many new, you know, the Lancet just put out a report there um, last week as well, right? With the, the effectiveness of, uh, of natural um, exposed immunity, right? right? Where people had like myself and uh, I'm not sure if I had had COVID before we talked or not, but I did end up with uh, with a really bad flu there around the line where Delta was, was dominant okay. and lost my sense of taste for a few months. I was knocked out for about four days in total, but mm-hmm. I treated it. I realized I was having respiratory issues. I'm asthmatic as well my whole okay. life, I'm a smoker. You know, which mm-hmm. in some ways it might have might have actually helped me um, in talking to to physicians that actually want to have dialogue. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, for me though, it was like okay, I'm treating this like I would any other flu, and I did the hot, hot cayenne pepper, um, honey mm-hmm. and lemon tea, right? Real local honey, you know, fresh and raw, um, hot lemon tea with cayenne pepper in there, and in literally in three days, I was starting to feel better, right? So. Mm-hmm. But, but it really did knock knock me out a bit, right? And now I'm I'm seeing even now where people are like, I've had, like this gentleman saying, I had six shots and then I caught COVID. And I'm on Paxlovid as well. I don't know if you guys have a big push on the Paxlovid there. But shit, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Every 10 minutes, the commercials on the on the TV are showing Paxlovid. Um, and it, yeah, and, and the 9 million side effects. <laughs> yeah, and then the disclaimer <laughs> says, but if you've had problems with the vaccine... And it doesn't say, like, what vaccine. It just says if you've had problems with the vaccine, Paxlovid might not be for you. But get to know Paxlovid. It's like, (laughs) why? Because we want to have, you know, uh, is this going to be brought to you by Pfizer on the gravestone soon here or what? Like, (laughs) Yeah, that's just, uh, it's it's so obvious to me now what they're doing. And, you know, what's crazy is the COVID people, they have the similar, like the COVID long haulers. They're almost identical to us that are injured because they have the, you know, the organic, if you want to call it that version of the virus. And then we have the synthetic one. So our bodies are just reproducing these spike proteins at exponential rates. Um, and our bodies are going haywire and it's mostly neurological stuff. Um, so anybody that's suffering with that needs to focus on detox. Um, that's what I've learned through my journey is that you've got to get it out you have to. And for anybody that's out there that gets COVID, the best thing you can do as a prophylactic is just take a little bit of wormwood. Wormwood is a natural um, anti-parasite drug. And you could take that as a prophylactic. It's available anywhere. 
there's no like red tape around it. So yeah, I, I recommend that as a prophylactic. I take it myself. I've never had COVID. So I, you know, something's going right. I am also a smoker, so that could have something to do with it. I was actually, uh, my mentor, he was telling me, you know, smoking is probably why you're still here alive because, you know, if you hadn't been a smoker, those spike proteins probably would have won, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Which is very strange too. Now I'm um, getting back to, to wormwood there. That's um, absinthe. The, the, mm -hmm. uh, the traditional absinthe is made with wormwood in there, which is mm -hmm. supposed to be a hallucinogen um, as well. Um, if taken in great amounts, which could be a fun little day, but um, <laughs> um, anti-parasitics, you know, like this is where we go back to the ivermectin discussion as well. And I'm sure like you mentioned, uh, or I mentioned earlier, um, you know, standing and, and, and being part and, and, uh, in joining um, Peter, Dr. Peter McCullough on the, on the fight and on the, on the forefront there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, also I'm working with Dr. Witcher as well. Um, yeah. I went to this medical freedom conference in Mississippi just to speak to them. I wanted to talk to them about my progress because I am doing, I am healing and I'm, I'm doing it all naturally. I don't take any pharmaceuticals whatsoever and I'm thriving. I'm doing really well now, which is great, which I'm, I'm happy to talk about, but yeah. Um, it's important to me now that I have the energy and the strength and I have the good news to get back out there to my people and let them know, Hey, I figured it out. <laughs> they're not going to, they're not going to win. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get you back to health and we're going to fight back. We're not going to let them get away with this. Um, so that is my mission now. And that's why I went to this conference to, to show Dr. McCullough my results, because another thing that went on while I was gone and kind of MIA was, um, I did go to the rally in DC for the defeat, the mandates rally. I was present there. So I showed up to that. And then um, I also did a, a speech at the Children's Health Defense Council meeting in May at the Capitol in Ohio for the Ohio chapter. So I got to work with, um, you know, Bobby Kennedy and all of those people. So anyway, Dr. McCullough saw me that day. First day I had met him and he was actually one of the only people out, out of like all the celebrities I've met, if you want to call him that, um, that just came up to me after my speech and gave me a hug and said, you know what, we're going to figure this out and it's okay. And I was just really moved by that. And it really impressed me. So I wanted to show him how much better I'm doing. And he was blown away. He didn't recognize me when I showed up at this event. So, um, very positive things happened. I'm going to be in Nashville, um, at the end of April with the nurses Alliance and they're all into the natural health stuff too. I'm going to be teaching what I'm doing and all of that. So yeah, um, I'm just excited to be back on TikTok. I am on TikTok. It's the Wanda Fairy, and you'll understand why in a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be back. My message is don't stay silent anymore. There's no reason to stay silent. I'm out here fighting for you, but we need your voice too. Um, we need you reporting to the VAERS system if you're in the U.S. Uh, we need them to see us on paper. We need to have a record that we exist so that we can start the ball rolling. I'm actually also working with Senator Ron Johnson. Um, we're trying to get somebody in every district and every state that's injured to communicate with their legislation. So anybody interested in that, I want them to contact me as well. We need our voice heard and we need to come with like a big, big punch. So um, that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to go out, advocate, tell my story, get encourage people to come forward and fight back because this is not okay. Um, people are losing their homes, their, their families, their friends, their jobs, everything because of these injuries. And literally everybody's turning their cheek and it literally feels like a, a modern day Holocaust to me. Well, especially when there is no other alternatives offered. And I think that mm -hmm. is where a lot of us had the red flags right off the start. 
You yeah. know, you've had people like Joe Rogan and, you know, as a comedian, as a very, you know, um, I'll call him a centralist um, political, you know, mm-hmm. um, viewpoint, like so many others, right? Didn't really, you know, he was just like questioning, like, why is there no other alternative? Like, what about vitamin D? Why are they not, you know, why are they not talking mm-hmm. about that stuff? Like, they're not, <laughs> it's a one size fits all. And now it's, you know, the Paxlovid and the, you know. Oh, you got to try this vaccine. Oh, no, no, we got another vaccine out. Um, you know, and even now they're, you know, it's it's weird because not just countries, right? There's there's states now. I think Florida is one where uh-huh. they're saying no, we're not we're not um, suggesting people give this to anybody anymore, yeah. right? So yeah, which is why I'm like, I want to move to Florida. I don't want to move to Florida because it's hot all the time, and I don't think I can handle that. But I want to move to Florida. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah well, DeSantis is great. And he he's actually, I went down and um, that's another thing I did. I had got monoclonal antibodies once, which relieved a lot of my symptoms, but I relapsed really hard. But out of desperation, I did go down to Florida and get a second dose. And I, th- I think that was after I got kicked on TikTok. Um, but that time they only worked for like two weeks and I relapsed like twice as hard. So that was rough. But I was so grateful that I could just drive into his state and get what I needed to get. I didn't have to fight through anything or pay for it it was free um all of that so and that's how it should have been in every state yeah well it's it's one of these um we did have um abdiel Leroy on here and he has written a book called the uh, covid protocols i believe is the name of the book um he's under our podcast titled um, censored authors if you can believe it and that's one thing that he was saying too was that uh you know People don't realize, and this right off the start of, of this whole pandemic was that we've broken these international laws. These are global laws where you have the right to refuse treatment. As someone who was a medic um, for years, that was one of the first warning signs for me as well, was that nobody could say, no, I don't want that treatment. Yet that is your right as an individual. If you're, you know, you could be bleeding out and it's it's happened where, you know, patients are in shock or patients are, you know, believing that they're not injured because of drugs or alcohol or whatever mm-hmm. um, and they you know they're oh no don't touch me leave me alone right meanwhile you're you know you're keeping the the blood in their in their gut or, or or wherever their artery is where it's leaking kind of thing right and and again people do have that that basic right um not only that but the right to non-disclosure which was the scariest for me is i never thought i'd see that coming mm-hmm. and i had met a doctor here i think we talked off the air where um, I still get goosebumps thinking about it. But um, she had called all this out. And this is back in May of 2020, like right in the onset where everything was locked down, hardly anybody was going anywhere. And I was, you know, fortunate enough to meet up with her for a very short time. But she called everything out. And she said, yeah, they're going to force this um, passport on us. It's all it's all just a way to to test on digital IDs for everyone. They want everybody's medical info. They want to be able to literally hack into your system and shut you down financially and medically and you know basically restrict you from anything if you're not following their line it's it's um you know um, i'm not sure i'm not sure if she called it you know um ccp like um control but definitely you know on that on that grounds and like i said i got goosebumps because initially i was like is this person even for real like you know, you know, is this person like losing their mind? And then as more and more of this happened and more and more of what she said echoed in my head, I was like, wow, you know, like, yeah, it's, uh, 
It's shocking. It really is. But recently, and I guess it was, what, probably about four or five months ago that I was able to reconnect with you. Mm-hmm. I, I seen that you, um, like a lot of other uh, friends of ourselves and, and, and just, you know, um, people looking for, for simpler answers, we'll say, mm-hmm. um, you, you found, you found something that was, was actually helpful. And, and you realized that uh, you could do, you could turn what has happened bad into something very good. Yes. Um, so on November 2nd is when I received this device, but I want to back up a little bit on how sure. I found out about the device. So um, my buddy, Kevin street, he's from Canada, actually. Um, he was severely neurologically damaged, unable to walk, couldn't find a center of gravity um, in really bad shape. So a buddy of his was like, you got to try this the device and send him a free one. So he used this device twice and Within two sessions, he was walking again. Not perfectly, but he was walking. So I was absolutely blown away. And I was like, what is that thing? So I kind of watched his progress for like the next week. And uh, I was like, okay, what is it? So what it is, is a terahertz gap wand. And it basically is a wand shape. It blows like a blow dryer. Heat comes out of it. A blue light comes out of it. And there's a a quartz crystal in the tip of it. So what it does is it generates a terahertz frequency, which is a frequency that is the same as our healthy cells, some of our healthy cells in our body. So what it does is when it penetrates the body, it goes in and it shakes up the cells. If they're strong enough to, or not, sorry, if damaged cells, it boosts them to being like a strong, healthy cell. If they're not strong enough to survive the frequency, they die off and stem cells are generated. So... Um, it's basically detoxing the body at a cellular level. And because of that, um, it's showing really m- remarkable results within injured people. So I went ahead and ordered this thing. Um, I was anxiously awaiting it to come. It felt like watching hair grow, <laughs> waiting for it to come. But it finally arrived November 2nd. That day I had been vomiting for eight hours straight. I, um, had, wor- I had started working from home for a college and was having to mute myself in between meetings and calls and stuff and just absolutely miserable. And after the work that day, I was like, I sat down on the couch and I took it out of the box and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And I felt like an idiot, to be honest with you. It's kind of weird. I'm blowing the, the blower at my meridian points because it's based off of Eastern medicine. So it uses like the acupuncture points and the reflexology points. Um, so I blew it on the palms of my hands, soles of my feet, back of my knees, And then I did my hip because my hip was hurting and I did that for 10 minutes. And then I went to bed, woke up the next day. I was very, very tired from the day before from vomiting for eight hours. Um, So I allowed my body to rest. Um, That day I did another 15 minutes uh, that night. And then I went to bed, wake up the next day and I popped out of bed (laughs) like a teenager just popped right out of bed. So I sat there on the edge of the bed and I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I have had been dizzy for 18 months where if I turned my head or moved my eyes too fast, I would vomit or I would pass out or feel like I was going to pass, never passed out, but I would feel like I was. Um, so I was sitting there. I started whipping my head back and forth really fast. I was getting no dizziness. I didn't feel like my brain was floating. So that just started like taking an inventory of my body. And I'm like, Oh, I can see my vision is clear. Oh, my ears aren't ringing oh, my hip isn't hurting, you know? So just that whole day, I was taking this inventory of things that were back to normal. And I felt like myself, 80% like my old self after two sessions with this thing. 
So of course it took to my Facebook and my Instagram and told people about it. And it kind of just exploded <laughs> because so many people have been following my story. And uh, so people just started like, where do I get this thing? So I decided to start selling them because I earn free product. And I decided to donate my free ones to other injured people like me who are in bad financial situations and just, you know, my close friends, first of all, because I have lots of close injured friends, but even further out than that, that was my goal. So I just started, decided to start selling them. It's taken off greatly. That's what I'm doing now. Um, that's why I came to the conference in, in uh, Jackson to talk about the device and my success with it and network and help get these into more injured people's hands. Um, I'm going to be working with Kimberly um, to get a whole charity thing set up where donations go directly to getting wands in people's hands and stuff like that. That's what we're going to be working on for the event in Nashville. So, um, yeah, this device is incredible. Um, since then, I have been watching not only, you know, clients of mine have remarkable results that aren't injured because it works for everybody. Uh, but the injured community, wow, I just can't believe the turnaround. <laughs> My friend Mandy, in fact, she'd be a good one for you to interview. She was diagnosed with MS after the shot and our symptoms were almost like carbon copies of each other. And she is doing fantastic. Um, in fact, when she called me after she had started using her wand, I like started crying because I didn't understand who it was on the phone. She had a speech aphasia and that's how she sounded to me the whole time. But when she started healing with her wand, the speech issue had disappeared. So I didn't, it was like talking to a new person. I didn't really, I was like, Mandy, is that you? So yeah, she is, she's actually um, doing amazing. She's going to do a repeat MRI just to see because she had lesions on her brain and spine. Um, I told her not to, because I don't want her to get injected with that dye, that toxic dye, but she, she's still going to do it just to be like, Hey, haha, look. And I get that. Cause I've thought I've considered that myself. Cause I feel so well, but yeah, um, it's pretty much unheard of that anybody with MS diagnosed with MS ever just, you know, miraculously heals without all of these drugs that they wanted to pump her on. They were trying to put her on drugs that were like, one of them was like $43,000 a month or something crazy like that. Uh, which is absolutely something she can't afford. And of course her state insurance wasn't approving it. So she was just suffering with no treatment because the only drugs available to treat MS are extremely expensive. So she is incredibly thrilled to be healing. And then we've got Kevin. I've got a whole slew of other people I've gifted to that are having incredible results. And it's just remarkable. And, and the best way I can describe how it works is it's like a handheld med bed. People have talked about med beds for a long time. This is a, along those same lines in that same family. It's a frequency device. Um, doesn't seem like it would work. It seems really silly, but for whatever reason it works, it's a really powerful little tool. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where again, and good on you to, um, be giving those out to people that are in need mm -hmm. because I'm a firm believer in, um, what do they, what do they call, um, um, karma <laughs> no the the advertising the um networking you know, having the yeah having the verbal testimony from someone who who right. legitimately needed that mm -hmm. you know, and needed something to you know to give them that that leg up or that encouragement there too you know mm -hmm. anybody can buy a product and write a review on the product mm -hmm. and you know not to say that giving away for free you know, doesn't hurt your your chances of getting better reviews at all, but to give it to somebody that legitimately needs it, 
mm-hmm. that is the best testimony there ever is, right? Because not only were they, you know, were they getting something that was, you know, very affordable for them, of course, but also, also you know, that they be honest, they got no skin in the game, right? So, right, um, right. more than more often than not, I'm sure that you're getting good, great reviews on it. Um, it to me, it, it reminds me of the 10 systems where. Mm-hmm. For a while, people were, oh, Dr. Ho, it's all BS and blah, blah, blah. And I've used Dr. Ho for years. And, you know, you can take back pain medication. <clears throat> you can go in and see chiropractor every month if you want, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that, you know, every every case isn't, isn't the same. But to be honest, if I ever have, you know, kinks in my back and stuff like that, quite often I'll use the Dr. Ho, even um, uh, muscle pain in the legs or whatnot, arms, whatnot. Um, headaches even so and I've just learned that you know hey let's do this not because you know part of it is because I'm not putting a painkiller in I'm not ruining my kidneys or you know mm-hmm. or subjecting myself to a dependency on painkillers by any means you know I, I did it I, I went into the doctor hole because I thought hey if this saves me a visit of the chiropractor it basically is paid for itself just in that Right, right, right. And I'm yeah. a huge, I'm a huge supporter of, of the 10 systems, not just Dr. Ho. We use IQ technology here as well, which mm-hmm. is, which is a, a better one in my opinion, because there's way more uh, variants and settings. You can actually set it for different uh, uh, forms of deep tissue massage or, or deep muscle um, reflex, right? So, so you've been using this, this um, terahertz gap wand, um, quartz crystal, uh, product for since November, you said. Yeah, since November second, so coming up on four months tomorrow. Wow, that's that's mm-hmm. it. It's only been mm-hmm. four months. Yeah, and what's crazy is I was at ninety nine percent symptom free within two weeks. Wow. Yeah, so I've dropped. Um, I forget the exact number. I think it's fifty nine pounds since then, as well. Um, I've lost a ton of weight. My body is now functioning at a level I've never felt it function at, which just proves to me that a lot of my weight issues and stuff prior to my shot were likely also related to a childhood vaccine injury, strangely enough, uh, because I was a super lean kid. I never had any weight issues. And then I got my school shots and boom, I just blew up and struggled with my weight ever since. And before my injury, I was not able to consume anything over 800 calories or I would gain anywhere from five to... 15 pounds overnight. That, that's right. I've, I've gained up to 15 pounds overnight, just in inflammation. My body would just pack it on. And, um, my new mentor, his name is Ethan Leeds. He's actually, uh, from the UK living in Brazil, but he's a holistic nutritionist. He's got 30 years experience. He's educating me, teaching me everything he knows, because this is what I want to do now. I want to teach people how to empower their body and, you know, let it do what it's designed to do, which is heal itself. So, um, all of this is just, really opened my eyes to the fact that we are so bombarded with toxins and the vaccines are kind of just what open us up for being susceptible to those. I had no idea. He's educated me on the cancers and stuff like that. I had no idea that the reason that people get cancer is because their immune system has been completely destroyed and the toxins just build up and build up and build up and build up. And then they cause, they turn into cancers. Um, So basically anyone with cancer can detox it. They can totally detox it, um, but we're not allowed to talk about that because we'll get in trouble. But anyway, (laughs) the best thing a person with cancer can do is try to detox because the buildup of toxins. And that is what's causing 
everything in the world that's wrong with people, every illness, everything is toxicity and deficiency. So people getting their um, toxins out and their nutrients correct, you can fix a lot of things. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So I started with the wand and then I added a couple of things. I'm taking a zeolite, which is a nanoparticle zeolite. It goes in and it grabs all the toxins as they're coming out with the wand. So the wand will go in and shake them loose, but there's, they can still do damage on the way out. So the zeolite goes in and grabs them so that they can't do damage on the way out. So I added that. Then I added protandum, which is a um, NRF2, which is a supplement that makes the body create 432% um, higher rate of glutathione production. So you've probably heard of NAC. That one is good, but this one is like that one on steroids. <laughs> so I added that uh, because with detox, the liver needs to be supported especially. Um, and then I'm also taking um, some greens, which it's one scoop a day. It has all my vitamins, minerals, and um, it's got some allergies and stuff in it too. Incredible stuff. And I'm just, I'm just doing better and better all the time. I do still have setbacks. Like when I'm exposed to the toxins from East Palestine, uh, things like that. If I push my body too hard, my body still lets me know that I'm still healing, but I have never, ever gotten anywhere close to where I was. And I'm so grateful for that because the only way is up and, you know, detoxing is not linear. You're going to have days where you go really far up and then you're gonna have days where you drop down a little bit, but you, the difference is you don't ever go back to your base. It's always, you're always getting better. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is, is environmental, um, you know, um, effects as well. So for instance, if you're traveling, you're going to have natural, um, jet lag, right? Even if you're, mm -hmm. if you're driving for a while, you're, we're not made to sit, right? right. So that's right. It's one of those things where people are, oh, I'm I'm sore from driving. I'm tired from driving. Yeah, of course. You're not mm -hmm. made to when we weren't made to sit. We aren't those creatures. So um that's great. So we're gonna uh we're gonna take a break here shortly and we'll be back. Um we definitely want uh, you to provide as much info for for others as well here on how they can get uh their um their terahertz gap wands there. Um mm -hmm. uh, and I'll plug our sponsor either right now or uh, when we come back here. But uh, for those people that want to um, secure what they can and, and beat inflation, we have Sun City Silver and Gold Exchange on Bernard and Gordon. They're, again, this week's sponsor. They can uh, be found there in Kelowna. Or you can reach out at Sovereign Eyes. That's Sovereign, I-Z-E, at gmail.com. Use the promo code SHITTOK, S-H-I-T-O-K, and you save yourself 20% off the purchase of gold and silver. Uh, secure some. Yeah, so the best way to beat inflation is to, uh, you know, look after those resources. If you can, you know, get your hands on some gold and silver, a lot of, uh, a lot of those precious metals and resources we're not, uh, we're not securing like we should. And, and this is your chance now, you know, whether you're into Bitcoin or whether you're, you know, just trying to figure out how to how to beat the price of eggs next week, you know, reach out to uh, Sun City Silver and Gold Exchange there here in Kelowna. Uh, again, Sovereign Eyes, that's Sovereign, and then I-Z-E at gmail.com, promo code shit talk, and uh, yeah, I think you get a 20% discount on the purchase of gold and silver through them. So, uh, so you mentioned um, during the break here, uh, Stacy, that uh, we had some some way that we could offer a promo as well with, with what you're uh, with the product that you're like promoting and, and obviously seeing great results with and, and want to make sure that people can share and, and 
you know, give some true testimony and reviews themselves. Uh, yeah. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you email me your information, I'm going to give my email address here in a little bit. Um, but if you, when you email me, mention the shit talk podcast and when you purchase, you will receive a free handle free of charge. Um, that's going to be on me totally out of my pocket. Um, what that does is make it easier to maneuver the wand. It makes it myriads of times easier to use it. So it's a, it's a great accessory to go with it. So yeah, anybody who's listening, uh, definitely mention that in the email and I'll get you hooked up with a free handle. Right on. Well, we appreciate that. And I hope our, our listeners uh, take advantage of that, uh, that promotion as well. That's uh, it's quite the promotional offer. Um, we also were talking, and it's a shame, again, that uh, our friend uh, Lindsay here from our East Coast correspondent couldn't make it tonight. But uh, you mentioned during the break there that you can also use it to charge crystals. And that's I know correct. that's something yeah. that... That's something that Lindsay would be right into, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think that the crystal thing is a bunch of like new age hoodoo voodoo stuff. Um, I want to encourage people that it's it's not divination. Um, you can actually charge the same quartz crystal that's in the actual device. You can take one of those stationary quartz crystals, charge it and put it on your person and it does have healing benefits. So um, a lot of people aren't aware of that. But there's a reason for that. Um, it's been suppressed. It's been, uh, you know, blacklisted as witchcraft, hoodoo, voodoo stuff, because, you know, largely the medical community doesn't want us to heal. So anything that's natural, they've suppressed it, uh, made it look horribly bad or demonic or whatever. Um, I personally don't subscribe to that. I'm a Christian myself. I don't subscribe to that. I believe in the healing qualities of many minerals of the earth and elements of the earth and that's what we need to dip into and get back to the whole reason we're in this mess is because we've trusted them and um allowed us to poison us through food air water everything um so since we're getting at all angles i'm all about educating people of how we can reverse that and protect ourselves further from you know exposure i mean carrying quartz crystal around that's charged can also block harmful emf and all that kind of stuff too so there's all kinds of things that um, people aren't aware of with frequency. And that that's what I want to teach people and, and educate them about. And, you know, primarily through the wand, the wand is like the uh, Cadillac of frequency. Um, <laughs> the, of course the, the crystals and stuff carry their own frequency, but you can, you can really boost up with their um, charges and all of that by using this wand. It's, it's quite amazing stuff. Right on. Yeah. Um, well, again, you know, I have uh, some, experience with uh with mining right with gold mining and and gold panning and and getting out there and you know getting your hands dirty and you know myself buying a metal detector you know mm -hmm. there's there's a definite science behind the fact that the earth can tell us what's below us mm -hmm. using using a metal detector right you can see what what strength it is a lot of these metal detectors will identify what minerals right mm -hmm. so um and uh, as well a big fan of grounding and we have uh you know a couple of our our um, health and fitness um, professionals that have been on the podcast before tell us, you know, how good it is to get grounded and mm -hmm. you know, not in your room playing PlayStation all day, but actually, you know, take your shoes off, take your socks off, connect with the earth. And, you yes. know, like a tree, we can, in a lot of ways, do our healing properly walking on that ground that, that really is our, is our nutrient base. Right. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super important to ground. Um, actually, I do it when I can, when it's not too cold. I even do it when it's cold outside. If there's grass showing, I will do it. Um, it. It has remarkable benefits for mood, for energy, for everything. It just balances you. We're meant to be in touch with the earth. And that's just been proven time and time again through all kinds of studies. So I personally have experience with it 
and I can tell a difference when I'm not doing it. So I recommend it to people as well. Yeah. And just to just to um, move backwards here a little bit, you mentioned um, your your friend there with uh, multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, she was seeing some great improvements in, in her cases. And I would just like to clarify, because I don't think I added this in at that time, that, you know, MS is one of those things. It's um, it wasn't long ago where doctors were or um, researchers saying that you go to a doctor, he diagnoses you with MS. And he may as well have like a, a rattle and, and some beads in his hand because mm-hmm. for what they actually know about multiple sclerosis and, you know, where it's coming from and how to treat it and what, what its effects are on people. It, it is a fairly new, um, you know, illness that people aren't. And unfortunately, the medical system isn't getting that far ahead of. Right. So. Mm-mm. And it's because you're looking in the wrong places. They're not looking at toxin levels. They're not looking at toxicity at all. They're they're just looking at these imaging and being like, huh, you got lesions on your brain. I don't know. They tried to tell me that the migraines I was, I was having is what were cause, causing all the lesions on my brain, which I'm like, no, obviously it's the opposite of that. <laughs> the lesions on my brain are causing the migraines. Um, I would actually be able to feel certain lesions in my brain. The bigger ones, um, they would sizzle. I don't know how to explain it, but when I'd be in a flare and my symptoms would be really bad. I could actually feel certain ones in certain spots in my brain. And I would like to report that that is no longer the case. I don't have any of those weird neuro symptoms. I also have full feeling back in my right-hand side. Um, My right leg was dragging. I was not able to walk very well for a long time after the mini stroke. Um, But before that, I was actually having issues with, you know, uh, paresthesias and, you know, uh, neuropathy and all that stuff, not able to really walk that well. Anyway, my, my legs would kind of quake and be very weak under me. Um, I would lose my footing very easily, but then after that stroke, it got really bad on my right side to where my leg would just feel like it was dragging. So yeah, I have none of that. And it's just so crazy. Those things went away after two sessions with this thing. That's how powerful the frequencies are. That's why it's so important to ground, um, and get outside. (laughs) We are not meant to be inside all day. Um, you mentioned too that um, you know you're you're exposing yourself to certain soft spots in the body, certain mm-hmm. open pathways, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and you, I think you mentioned in a video as well with with pets, with people. Oh yeah, yeah. So this works on plants and animals as well. So you can take a dead plant and put the. Uh, that's the cool thing about this one too is you actually can charge water. So you can charge the water and drink the water by itself. And that has benefits as well. Um, but you can also give that to your pets and your plants. And what it does is it the exact same thing it does for us is it cell, boosts the cells. The unhealthy cells boost to the level they're supposed to be operating at. The unhealthy cells that can't survive, they die off and stem cells come in. It does the same thing for every living, th- living thing. So I've actually never had a green thumb. I tested it on one of my plants. Um, it was like 80% brown. I hadn't remembered to water it in a long time. That's my the worst thing. I, I never remembered to water them. Um, so I went ahead and gave it some watered water. And I tell you what, within 48 hours, it was fine. Looked like a, a normal plant. <laughs> so um, I was actually going to uh, track the progress of it and, and let it die again because I forgot to take pictures, of course. So I was letting it die again. It's in my garage right now dying so I can show people that it will bring it back to life. Um, and then with animals, we've got animal testimonial groups on Facebook um, as well for the wand and <laughs> you would not believe it. There's dogs that are like 15, 16 years old, haven't been able to walk. And, you know, like they're just struggling to get up and down off the floor. And next thing you know, they're running like they, you know, they're a brand new puppy. 
So uh, it's incredible what we're seeing with this thing. It, it's not just for injured people. I want to make that clear. Um, and it also has immense pain relief qualities, which I've never seen before. Um, this is something that we're, you know, arthritis pain that people have suffered with for decades. Uh, people have pain from car accidents, all this stuff. I'm, I'm having reports back. I have one client who has a whole entire like cage in her back and she's suffered in pain for, for decades from a car accident. And she messaged me just sobbing because she used the wand twice and all of her pain had alleviated with two sessions. Wow. And mm -hmm. um, is there, is there any danger with with like close proximity or or anything like this i do understand it's an electrical device um battery operated yeah, so, i assume <laughs> there were some concerns um put out by someone who used the device incorrectly and people may have heard of that as well um she used the device for 107 minutes and then went to the internet and said that she was poisoned by emfs and that it was putting off um harmful emfs it is not it's been fully tested um it does not put off a harmful amount of emf it puts off less than your phone less than a hair dryer um if for people that are sensitive to emf the handle is perfect for you because you won't be directly holding it where the current is coming through um and then where it's blowing at you there's absolutely no emf coming out of the end maybe like a one or two reading it might bounce a little bit on my reader but no, totally safe. And then as far as like safety is using it on anyone, um, if you have metal implants, you just have to take caution when you're using it with that. Um, if you have metal fillings, caution when you're using it with that, but you would talk to me about that. We talk about the, um, the danger, why it's dangerous. It's basically because your, you know, metal conducts heat faster than flesh. And if you get the, the area too hot, you can end up burning yourself. We don't want that. So, um, there's ways around that, but Mainly, you can't use it on pregnant women. Stop and test on pregnant women. So you don't recommend it for that. But anybody else can use it. Babies, infants. You can you can put this wanded water in a baby's eyes. You know what I mean? It, it's that safe. So yeah, that um, there really are no contraindications from it because it's it's natural. It's it's the fre frequency our cells are resonating at. If it was harmful to us, then we would be dropping dead. <laughs> well, yeah, and there would there would definitely be more than you know one or two crazy testimonies out there right so right right um exactly. it's funny be because before the podcast and and i know that um you did have this ordeal with some sort of recall um not a recall sorry of the product but a but a negative review mm -hmm. it's, it, it's kind of i'm gonna say it's kind of comical because i'm sure that you guys did as as much you could to try and you know um pacify that that person mm-hmm as well but you know a lot of it is how you how you go about it I've, I've learned this and maybe it's you know part of my age as well I'm in my 40s now but you know I'm not I'm not the guy to give a bad review I'm just not mm -hmm. that I I found that you know um ordering from the pizza shop yesterday we were told and we we ordered this regular pizza from pizza shop and we usually pick it up but there was some bad weather last night and I thought you know what we live a block away. They can deliver it, you know. So mm -hmm. we called up and I ordered my pizza for delivery. And they said, yeah, it should be there in about 25 to 30 minutes. So about 45 minutes go by and I go downstairs to wait for this pizza, waiting at the door, pining for my pizza. And uh, nonetheless, wait another um, 15 or 20 minutes. And then I called them up and said, hey, I've been waiting an hour, you know, just wondering how far away you are. And they said, oh, yeah, it's on its way. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know. Are you sure you got the right address here? Because I'm only a block away, right? Like, and they said, "Well, let me check." And then somebody else came on the phone and said, "Oh no, um, 
no, we couldn't. We uh, we had a problem. They wouldn't tell me what the problem was. And, you know, like I said, it was pretty bad weather. They could have told me if it was a traffic issue or something like that. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, like, how long is this going to be? I said, the, the other guy just told me they were on their way. And literally, they should be here by now. I can see where you guys are from where I live. <laughs> and they said, oh, no, it's going to be another 30 minutes. So wow. I said, well, I said, I said, sorry. I said, but please cancel this order. I said, I'm not, you know, we usually come and pick it up. And I'm very sad that, you know, I, I'm not getting the same level of services I'm used to with you guys. Cause I really do appreciate your, your business and love your product. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so nonetheless, all of these calls are recorded nowadays, mm -hmm. obviously. And, uh, yeah, you know, so I said, I'm sorry, but just cancel the order. And they said, oh, well, if you want to come pick it up, you know, you can come pick it up. And I'm like, well, no, because, you know, like, has it been sitting there for the last hour or half hour? You know, like I said, no, I said, you, you could have told me it would be an hour when I called in initially. That wouldn't have been a big issue, you know, be 10 right. minutes late on a one hour delivery is one thing. But an hour late on a half hour delivery is a different thing. Right. So yeah. nonetheless, and to my surprise today, and I, you know, my girlfriend and I were talking last night and I said, you know, I just, I won't give a bad review. I'm not that guy. I, I will not give a bad review. I don't, I don't see the, the positive reflection in doing that. And lo and behold, my phone rings tonight, right before the podcast. And it's the manager from that pizza place saying, I was going over the, the phone calls from yesterday. And, you know, I see that we had a problem with your order. You're, you're a good customer of ours. You know, we've only ordered pizza from them a few times even. And mm -hmm. she was like, can we, you know, I hope there's a way that we can make it up to you. And, and and I've also learned a good trick is to just say, well, if there's something that you feel that's fair, you know, whatever you feel is fair, right? right? If there's something that you want to do that's fair, that's great. But I don't want to be the guy to say, well, I want a free meal or I think I should get a hundred bucks. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I said, well, you tell me what's fair. And, you know, so nonetheless, it went from, you know, we're going to give you a, a free pizza to, you know, oh, you've got two free large pizzas on your account. Come and get them whenever you want. Aw, you know, so and, nice. and again, you know, and to me, it's how you how you approach the the concern or how you approach your your um, experience, right? right? Um, right. A lot like you did with with uh, with your vaccine injury as well, and you know, there are people, and that was the weirdest thing because I can remember back before we had you on the podcast, um, I told I told JC the co-host at the time, I said. I'm really worried she's not going to make it because of the negative, just the negativity of people. Like you had everybody saying, well, you had, or, you know, there were a few people that were in support of you and saying, you know, sorry to hear about your experience. I hope you, you know, I hope this reaches more people. I hope more people come forward. Um, mm -hmm. And I'd like to believe that was the majority of the content, but yet the people that were out there that were saying, well, it's your fault. You took it or, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, you're faking it, you're a hypochondriac kind of bullshit, you know, like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still get that. I still get that. Mm -hmm. really? When I came back to TikTok this time, same thing. Um, you're faking it. You know, there's no such thing as a vaccine injury. Maybe you should put down the sandwich. Um, all kinds of stuff. Just, yeah, it's just the hatred is so, it's just straight venom that when it comes to, and it comes from both sides. That's what blew me away is not that, you know, I knew I was going to get hate. I knew that. That's why I kind of had to steal myself for posting in the first place. But um, the the part that surprised me is that the people that, you know, were against the vaccines were also 
being horrible to me, telling me that I deserve it and that I was a sheep and I, you know, I should have been done my research and blah, blah, blah. How are you supposed to do your research when everything's being censored? Mm -hmm. You know, and depending on what your friend group is, what your community is, where you live, logistic, you know, all that stuff they, that, that, that's what shows up in your feeds. I'd had, I really didn't have any clue. Like, okay, yeah, I knew it was rushed. And that, that made me take pause. Of course, I'm not stupid, but I was like, how bad can it be? I had no clue. Really. I didn't, I was not a political person. I didn't pay attention to anything going on because I was in my happy little bubble, just traveling the country, enjoying life. I didn't, you know, a lot of that political stuff is negative. It's very taxing emotionally. It's very hard to be on this side of things now. I kind of, I, I still wish I could go back to my oblivion, but um, you know, it's not going to change the fact that I'm going to keep speaking up. They can bully me all they want. Um, I hope and pray that they don't have to go through what I've gone through to be awakened. You know, that's my, that's the thing that's the saddest to me. Like that gentleman I spoke to that had six shots. Why on earth, sir, do you have six shots? It hasn't even been three years. <laughs> you know, why are these people panicking what are you panicking about i feel bad for them you know so they may be hateful towards me but i still pray for them i don't want anybody else going through what i've gone through and that's still what motivates me to this day see and and i'm i'm very fortunate myself where when i did have what i believed was covid i would not get tested i was not having a q-tip shoved up my head you know and put through a pcr test that i already knew was not to be that you know to be trusted mm -hmm. um I just knew that this was a different flu and I never lost my sense of taste or smell before. So personally, that's where I, I took that. And when I called my doctor friend and I'm lucky that I do have an old school doctor where if I tell him, Hey, I'm having headaches here, or, you know, I'll go in for my, my annual checkup as I have to, as a driver. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I'd say to him, you know, oh, I've had headaches. Oh, what are you eating? You know, are you drinking enough water? You know, going mm -hmm. to the basics of human health, yes. you know, because not every two, you know, not, oh, take four aspirin and, you know, hope your kidneys don't fail, you know, or you don't get a, a hole in your stomach. Right. So mm -hmm. very lucky that when I called him and said, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I have COVID. I think I have COVID. And mm -hmm. I explained what was going on. He said, yeah, that does sound like that Delta variant. He said, but uh, I said, so what now I got to go and get the vaccine. And he said, no, you got to wait three months. And that was his immediate reaction was, no, you have to wait 90 days. Mm -hmm. He said a lot of this adverse reaction that we're seeing in people is when they're going and getting these shots too close to the actual infection. So their body is hyper reacting mm -hmm. because it's already actively fighting off this, you know, virus. And now you're introducing uh, a fake virus, you know, mm -hmm. with this new spike protein and the body's going, holy shit, there's virus like this everywhere. And so it's, it's hyper reacting to, you know, to that introduction. Right. So that was shocking to me too, because I, I didn't even think, oh yeah, I'd heard that somewhere. But like you said, due to censorship and, and blatant misinformation, disinformation, or call it what I do, collusion with the DOD and the FDA, along with big pharma, right. Mm -hmm. It yep. was really about pushing more of that product than it was about everybody's health and safety. And it's sad that more people didn't realize that, hey, you know, you they could have been in your position themselves. These same people that are saying negative, you know, oh, well, you should have known better or worse saying, well, you know, oh, you're you're you're, you know, a hypochondriac or some shit like that. You know, mm -hmm. that could be them. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's the that's the scary part of it. Um, yeah. Now you mentioned you spent some time on the cat in the capital there. 
Was that DC you were talking yes. about earlier? Yes, I went to the Defeat the Mandates um, rally in DC. That was, I think it was November. It was right after I got kicked off TikTok that I ended up get, being able to go, invited to go. Um, so I did show up to that. It was a very powerful day. There were so many people that showed up. There was lots of people that recognized me from TikTok. So that was cool. Um, but the part that I was disenchanted with, um, was the way that the injured were treated there. They really provide, um, adequate accommodations for our conditions. There wasn't adequate seating, um, a place for us to rest, stuff like that. You know, um, you know, we're very sick people trying to stand on the stage for hours while people talk and in the cold and, um, so that was part of the thing that disenchanted me. And then also just some of the, you know, <laughs> people I, I met that I had looked up to that I no longer look up to because of how I was treated by them. You know, I was looking at these people as heroes and, um, you know, when they met me in person, they knew I was injured. They knew what table I was sitting at, where I was sitting. Um, I was shunned by some of them when I approached them to try to thank them for what they were doing or, you know, just pay my respects or, you know, just talk to them in general about my, my situation or anything. Um, and that was very uh, sad for me. You know, I didn't realize that, you know, my little happy fairy tale world, I was like, oh, they're doing the good thing, the, the good fight, they care about us. But then in person, they weren't really treating us well. And that was very sad to me. So just pay attention, folks, when you're, you know, work with any organization, whatever, know, you know, do your research, re see who they really are. I, I totally endorse uh, Dr. Witcher and Dr. McCullough. Um, those are two gentlemen that have proven to me time and time again that they are wonderful souls. Dr. Witcher did uh, schedule appointments with me when I was sick and prescribed me some low-dose naltrexone for my neuropathy, um, didn't charge me a dime. He did that for free. Um, and then Dr. McCullough, of course, he's just a strong advocate. He wants to stop the shots and he's not gonna stop until they do stop the shots. So, um, but yeah, just do your research, You know, make sure you're supporting the correct organizations. Uh, React 19 is another one that I totally 100% back. They actually do what they say they're gonna do. They donate big chunks of money to injured people. If anybody's injured listening out there um, in the US, please go to react19.org and check out their program. They do give grants for medical uh, services, medical treatment up to $10,000 and you can apply for that grant um, every six months. So I do recommend them, they're a great organization. But yeah. I do, I just, you know, goes to show you got to pick, <clears throat> be careful, even in the injured community who you're working with. You know, we had uh, Dr. Pierre Corey go on his, you know, channel or whatever and Twitter and everything and trash the device that I'm using based off of one of his patients reviews who used it incorrectly. And to me, to go out there and say that you're supporting the injured community, but then to turn around and trash a device that's literally saving our lives um, was just completely careless in my opinion and um, shouldn't be shouldn't be allowed you should be held accountable for that so um, that's another thing I'm going to be working on I want to get the information Dr. Corey I want him to stop telling his patients that it's dangerous I want his patients to have access to this too they deserve relief they deserve to feel better and so yeah that's what my mission is um there's no reason that allopathics and natural medicine cannot join forces and get this stuff eradicated, get these people relief and get their lives back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you think about it too, the, um, the use of glucosamine, mm -hmm. you know, whether, whether it's for aged animals, like aged pets, right? I had a dog that we had our own glucosamine for a while. Um, you know, everything does have an abuse limit. Mm -hmm. Or you know, a, a restriction on on how much you should be doing, or or what you should be, you know, not to say that everybody reads 
the ingredients list or reads the directions for <laughs> use on any product. But, you know, every, you know, even if I look at it this way, if, if say my dog was older and I knew mm -hmm. that he was going to be having mobility issues or hip displacement or something like that, I think I would possibly just say, you know, no more glucosamine. Mm -hmm. Save some money here in the long run by ordering something that, you know, and like you mentioned, it can, you know, I can do a test trial on my on my house plants or or, or some garden plants and do mm -hmm. one of these blind studies and say, oh, here's regular water. Here's, you know, the wand water and see how they how they differ in growth and and that kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, glucosamine, like I said, it, it kind of has basically two uses, right? Humans and animals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. um, I just I want people to try to hopefully get away from the allopathics um, because the allopathics have so many fillers and poisons and toxins and chemicals and all those things. And anybody who's injured, um, you're just, com you're just compounding the issue. One of my, my theories is now looking back is that my stroke was actually caused by being on a protocol. I did not know that D3 vitamin D3 um, is actually rat poison. What they're giving to you called um, cholecalciferol is not a vitamin at all. It's actually a synthetic hormone. And it, what it does is destroy your immune system further. The reason you feel better when you start taking huge amounts of it is because it's a steroid. It suppresses your immune system, thus suppressing symptoms you may be having. So um, that was one of the things I was on a high dose of when I took, when I, when I had my TIA. So I posted about my discovery finding out that D3 is actually in fact a hormone and it's rat poison, which I thought was so crazy. It couldn't be true, but it's true. <laughs> I did my research. Um, so I posted about that and somebody commented that they were on a high dose of vitamin D3 and were riddled with blood clots. So in my mind, that pretty much um, solidifies for me that that is what caused my TIA is that protocol that included D3. And that's one of the top things that they have in the protocol for frontline doctors. Um, so that really, really concerns me, especially as prone as injured people are to blood clots. Um, I would advise based on my research and my experience in my personal life, do not take it. If you're taking it, look at your label. If it says cholecalciferol, please get rid of it. If you want to get excess, you know, a vitamin D boost, go outside. Your body is smart enough to know what it needs to store for the, for the whole year. It knows it acclimates our body's very intelligent that way. If you don't feel satisfied with that, Get your vitamin D from food, animal fats, animal organs, um, bone broth, stuff like that. If it's food-based, it's fine. Vitamin D is fine. But the stuff that they're trying to peddle through pharma, it's another big pharma lie. I had no idea. And I fell for it too. Wow. Well, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Thanks for, I did, I was not aware of that. I know that uh, going outside with, you know, getting the sun, your, your body turns that vitamin D into vitamin K, which is an essential Mm -hmm. Right for mm -hmm. uh, immuno, immunal, uh, yeah, response and all that. Um, right. You mentioned as well that uh, there's a Canadian connection, someone that hopefully you might be able to link us up with here for the podcast. Oh my gosh, yes. So her name is Kristen Ditzel, and she has been completely blacklisted. I think it's because she's Canadian. She's tried everything to get her story out. They have censored her, banned her shadow banned her. She is trying so hard to get her story out. Um, so she's taken it upon herself because she's reached out to all major media outlets. They've all ignored her. 
of course, um, she's going to do her own documentary. So in that, she needs funding because she's injured. And it's really important to get her story out, um, especially the fact that she's been suppressed. So if you're interested in helping her out, her name is Kristen Bitzel. The, the um, trailer for the documentary is up. It's called <clears throat> InvisibleFencesFilm.com. So if you want to look that up, it's invisiblefencesfilm.com. Her name is Kristen Ditzel. You can find her on my Facebook too. We're good friends. Um, but yeah, definitely go support her. Check it out. I will warn you, the trailer will make you ball your eyes out. It's very emotional. Her condition is very, very sad. Her story is so awful. So yeah, um, definitely go support her. Anybody who wants to get a hold of me about the wand and the handle offer, make sure you mention this podcast. Um, my email address is Stacy S T A C E E at the Um, you can also find me on TikTok at the wand fairy. I'm also on Instagram at the wand fairy. If you search the wand fairy on Facebook, you'll also find me too. So yeah, anyway, you can help me down. You can, if you're unable to find me, please get a hold of him. He'll, he'll give you the information as well, but yes, I'm all about um, getting our stories out there. We're sick of being silenced and I want to support anybody trying to do the same. Yeah, for sure. Well, we will have you um, definitely, um, hopefully, back again on the on the podcast another day, and uh, uh, we'll we'll leave with our with our with our regular question. I'm sure we asked the first time you're on the podcast, but where do we go from here, Stace? <laughs> um, just stick together, guys. We got to stick together. We got to you know keep your eyes on the everything. You don't you know keep your head on a swivel. Don't let anything come over. You know go past you we have to keep our eyes open this is a crazy time there's all kinds of stuff popping off now it's like the derailment in my state started an avalanche of other things and it's it's taking off very quick and, and we need to get ready we need to be ready in our best health and ready to fight back because i feel like things are just taking off and it's it's a weird time <laughs> yeah and you know well we we should go back to the fact that this is typically most most wars that are fought as well are are done over resource mm -hmm. right? if they're not mm -hmm. wars of, of difference of religion they're usually wars of resource or it's a it's a a misguided you know oh this is about religion or this is about this you know mm -hmm. but really it's actually about resource right so right um you know it, it's one of those things and and like i said it's it's kind of sad that Lindsay couldn't be here with us tonight because I know that you and her would totally be able to overwhelm people with uh with knowledge about um the benefits of crystals and and uh you know as well as other natural vitamins and minerals that are really out there right mm -hmm. um yeah I'm not sure if uh if you wanted to plug any of your future appearances there anywhere else in the country or. Um, I'll be in Nashville the last weekend of April. So April 28th through the 30th, I believe it is. I'll be at the, the nurse summit. Um, if you want information on that, you can also email me if you would like to come and say, hi, I'm going to be doing demonstrations with the wand. I'll also be discussing my full protocol that I'm taking now. Um, you know, to support my body while I detox this stuff. And the best, the best piece of advice I can give to anybody who doesn't have a wand or hasn't started their detox uh, process is make sure you have a good source of water make sure that your air is also clean within your home and just start there that's the best place you can start everybody is toxic because of this world that we live in and what they've done to it so mm -hmm. and regular grounding as well a, yeah. a good... 
so yeah, the you know again the best um, the saying I was looking for was the best form of marketing is word of mouth. So of course you know people that are using the product, and it's great that you've aligned yourself, um, especially with um, not just the vaccine injured, but but people that are are seeking for alternative uh, methods of of curing and healing, and you know mm-hmm. um, going back to you know uh, the proven um, methods which we've we've really gotten so far away from right people don't realize that golden crystal our golden quartz have a have a significant relationship too so i really think it's cool that uh i the 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 wand contains quartz um because i know the the new wand has an amber quartz uh tube in it it's really cool cool Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, for those that don't know, if you find a, a vein of quartz while you're out mining or digging in the dirt, and you find a solid vein of quartz, chances are there's gold right nearby because gold and quartz do line up that way just naturally, right? Wow. So, yeah. Um, and you know that all goes back, like you mentioned before, you know, um, in in the Bible, where you know, giving gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there was obviously some, some relation and, and health benefit for gold people ingest it and have for, you know, hundreds, probably thousands of years. Right. So, and, you know, it makes you wonder too, why the Pharaohs and everything like that wanted to be buried with their gold. Well, it was obviously possibly prevent, uh, providing some sort of health benefit as well. So that's, it's very interesting that you mention it. Um, and the reason that I that I wanted to mention, you know, people that buy the product as well, um, you, you were saying during the break here that uh, if somebody buys the product, they they are able to distribute as well, right? That's correct. So anybody who purchases, is, they automatically qualify to be a distributor. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this is the most lucrative commission plan I've ever seen in my life. Um, and what's really cool is the company does that because they know that their product is amazing and they know people need it. They're all about um, healing. They know the world is suffering. Very ethical company. Um, I'm just super impressed with their motives and the way that they take care of their people because they they know how valuable like my testimony is. They know that that is what people need to see. And um, if people get in contact with me, I can show you the testimonials group. If you're like, what the heck is this lady talking about? Um, I can send you the testimonials group. We have 50,000 members in the biggest one right now. And it's literally miracles are posted like every couple of minutes. The, the results that people are seeing are insane. We had a gentleman post about his father last week or so who had Parkinson's and um, he's been using the one on him for some time. And the, the, the father went back to the doctor and the doctor retracted the Parkinson's diagnoses out of his chart. The, the guy has no longer has Parkinson's it's gone. There's no trace of it. Uh, we have another client who had COPD uh, for years, suffered with breathing issues and all of that also redacted from her chart. Um, so it's doing all kinds of crazy, miraculous things not just for injured, but for people who are suffering from all types of illnesses. And what I've learned through just the past four months of my experience with this wand and my mentor, Ethan Leeds, um, is that so many of these issues are ta- just caused by toxicity. And, and that's the, the, the piece that allopathics are missing because they never look at toxicity. They automatically just want to throw a bunch of drugs in your, you know, in your face. And, and I think the combination of drugs that they do sometimes does more harm than any good. And, 
basically toxifying you further, making you worse. It may suppress symptoms, but you shouldn't suppress the symptoms. The symptoms that people show is your immune system trying to fight something. So it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's what our immune system is supposed to do. So this suppression of symptoms uh, mentality that's been thrown down our throats all our lives is actually wrong. It's counterintuitive to what our body is trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what really worried me with COVID um, right off the start. And, and again, through that warning bell to me was when they talked about um, non, um, oh, what was it? having the oh shit lost my train of thought here but the oh there's a word for it i'm trying to think of what it was asymptomatic yeah, asymptomatic yeah. spread and then like you mentioned the long covid and mm -hmm. i couldn't help but wonder you know is there and i don't want to deny that people got covid and took a long time to get over it mm -hmm. um but part of me wonders too did they have COVID naturally, then went and got vaccinated. And then somehow, you know, those symptoms didn't go away or some returned or, you know, oh, absolutely. There's tons of them that are mislabeled as long haul COVID just by default. They even tried to do that to me. Well, you must have long haul COVID. Uh, sir, I've never had COVID check my chart, <laughs> you know? Um, so that is a category that they try to place them in. And a lot of people will accept that diagnosis because they're afraid to admit that it's the vaccine injury. And then also along with that, they'll admit that it's the long COVID because they know that's the only way they'll get care. If they say that it's the vaccine injury or admit to that, then they get blacklisted, get their chart flagged like me and nobody will touch them. So the only way for some vaccine to get treatment is to say that they have long haul and go along with that whole ruse. So it's just, it's just really awful. And also I think people should realize, you know, how can we deny that this is not, you know, that this is a bioweapon? We can't, we can't deny that anymore um, because the, the symptoms are so similar between the long haulers and the shots that you can just tell that this was something that they planned on. They, they knew it was going to do what it's doing to us. They knew the vaccine was going to do exactly what the, the virus was doing to people. And so that is, that's why we're in the mess that we're in because this is a bioweapon. And I want to also point out that there is a component in the shots that completely changes your psyche and your mental, you know, how you're, you're feeling and thinking about things. I had so many dark thoughts and suicidal ideations, just a constant dark presence in my head, telling me to give up, telling me to quit fighting, you know, and I'm not like that. I'm, I've never been like that. Um, just very dark. And I had to fight it constantly. And I know so many people have succumbed to that. I just want those people to know. I know that voice. I know how you feel. I, I remember it very well. And I'm very grateful to be talking to you today and feeling so well, because it was so, so close in my history that I just felt like there was no hope and I couldn't see any, any light at the end of the tunnel, but there is just hang in there. You know, we're going to get to all of you. I want to talk to all of you. Um, what I'm doing is working in the way, the reason it's working is because it's all natural. I'm just empowering my body to go back to the way it was meant to be. And that's what we all need to do for everything in our lives that, you know, is affecting us physically. Very, yeah. Very good. Um, good words there. Um, and, and sorry to hear that, uh, that was, you know, part of a side effect, obviously, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, again, you know, we're, we're all wired a little different for sure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where, you know, my experience in the medical field as well. And people say, oh, well, this and that, and, 
you know, I can't help but say I don't remember back in 2020 when we were locked down everything and we put crime scene tape around the the parks and daycare centers, mm-hmm. even though they were saying this wasn't a risk to children, yet people nowadays are going, oh, well, yeah, myocarditis is a side effect of of COVID. It always was. And I'm like, I never, I don't remember that in the news. It was like, no. oh, yeah, you know, respiratory <laughs> problems and, you know. No, ventilator. there was never a mention of any myocarditis when COVID was going around. I, I know that for a fact. I've, I've researched it and tried to find it myself because I've heard the same thing. And I'm like, that is absolutely preposterous. Just the same, you know, the same thing they tried to come out with sudden adult death syndrome. You know, that's a new thing because all these people are dropping dead. No, guess what? The sudden infant death syndrome and the sudden adult death syndrome, they're both cover-ups for vaccine injury. Um, something I've been horrified to learn through this experience is that those vaccine injured moms are not crazy. Those vaccine injured moms are desperate for somebody to please listen to them and acknowledge what's happened to their children. And they're desperate to save your children from the same thing that happened to theirs. So um, they've been hidden and brushed under the rug for such a long time. And also because of my story, a lot of other medically injured people have, you know, ended up following me, people injured from implant surgery and you know i'm talking about metal implants did you know that metal implants are never tested on animals (laughs) they just go directly to putting them in humans with no clinical trials nothing they don't test them on animals whatsoever so there's a there's a netflix documentary called the bleeding edge i recommend everyone go watch that um medical injury is not just limited to vaccine injured people it's happening with uh, gabapentin um, medications, other vaccines, it's happening with treatments and stuff that they've done. And they just, they just brush these people under the rug and leave them, you know, abandoned with no care, no support. And it's got to stop. It has to stop. Yeah. Um, I actually just saw, um, can you repeat the name of that documentary again? Sorry. It's called the bleeding edge edge with a, mm-hmm. okay. The bleeding yeah. edge, the bleeding edge. It's on Netflix. Um, it's incredibly eye-opening uh, to what people are going through. There's even a, a surgeon in that documentary who had an implant. I can't remember if it was hip or knee, but it was one of the other. And I think it was cobalt was the metal that they used. And he started having the exact same symptoms that I have from my injury. And I found that so interesting. And so I started researching on metal toxicity. And that is what's causing these children to have autism. The, you know, the injury that I have is all heavy metal toxicity. That's what it's all signs of. So I was absolutely blown away to hear that they do not test the metal implants or implants of any sort, pacemakers, stints, anything like that. They do not test those on animals. They go straight to putting them in humans, no testing. And, um, people end up with these crazy, you know, sick, sick, like I was and have no idea. They just, you know, don't never ever crosses their mind that it would be their implant or the some surgical procedure they have and of course the doctors poo-poo it and and brush it off and never never admit what actually happened because they know they'll get sued you know so it's just it's crazy um we need to expose the 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 horrible lies that are in pharma not just vaccines you know i've i've discovered so much that they're hiding well even the vaccines i i learned quite recently that mercury is still used and there are doctors and there's um, senators like you mentioned before that are standing up and saying why why like this is definitely there's lots of medical research to say that this is not you know putting mercury in your body is not a good thing and we're still sadly doing it right so Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my personal, um, well, I've got a couple to, to mention in that topic, but, uh, you know, medical error, third leading death in all of North America and has been for a long time, um, mm-hmm. probably a hundred years if you really want to get into it. But, you know, we've got, um, I have a close personal friend of mine, a personal story here we'll share, where um, their little baby was um, under six months old and start the gaga, baba, mama, da da, you know, mm-hmm. and it was it was shocking. It it destroyed their family really. Where he went in for his checkup at six months and they gave him his shots, and that very day we saw them that very day, and mm-hmm. it was as if his eyes were totally glazed over, like there wasn't the same connection there. No vor- yeah, verbal. Yeah, so the way this. I just associated, that's such a common symptom with heavy metal toxicity. Every injured person I've talked to talks about the same thing. You disconnect, you you go out of your brain. You don't feel like you're connected with your body anymore. It's the worst feeling. Um, and I can't, that's exactly how it would look on a baby is that they would just look like they're not there. Like the lights are on, but nobody's home. And I've seen it in so many injured people's eyes when I meet them in person as well. I'm like, oh, I know that. I know that feeling. I can tell that they're just not there. And we are fast forwarding now, probably uh, eight years. And mm-hmm. um, the little guy was diagnosed as nonverbal autistic when mm-hmm. he was just less than two years old, because by that time, and the parents argued because he had gone from mama, dada, gugu, baba, you know, to mm-hmm. absolutely nothing and mm-hmm. very, you know, very cold and, you know, it's sad because this is what's happened too with with this whole COVID thing, and mm-hmm. with a lot of other you know um, opinions on on medical and and trust in big pharma. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, autistic people were very rare. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just you don't know that many people. Now there's like, you know, ten percent of the classroom, twenty percent of the classroom is autistic. How? Well, we know how now, but the thing is people are, they have been programming people for decades to call the vaccine injured moms, you know, conspiracy theorists, tinfoil hat wearers. So people just literally write them off. I even watched, um, I used to watch Desperate Housewives. I hate to admit that or not Desperate Housewives, but the the Housewives of New Jersey and that like series or whatever. One of the moms on there, um, and this came to mind when I was going through my stuff, she went through this, her toddler was completely normal. And all of a sudden he stopped talking and on the show, they're just like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with him? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's autistic. Well, I wonder if she, like, I've tried, I've thought about reaching out to her. Like, do you, do you know how, why it actually happened? Or are you still searching for answers? Cause I think I know the answers and I can help you get the, you know, the heavy metals detox. I mean, there's some really remarkable products out there. That's why I'm using one of the ones I'm using. Um, which is called PBX. Um, it's a nano zeolite. It's a, it's one of the best heavy metal detoxes out there. Best in my opinion. Um, there's others out there that have great results too, but this is the one I chose. Um, and there's kids that are going from nonverbal to verbal again with just this one product. So, I mean, that's how impactful the heavy metals are and people need to be aware of that. That should be something that they're told before they inject their child. Are you aware of the symptoms or the, or the potential uh, risks of heavy metal poisoning with this ingredient, but it's nowhere on the disclosures. Nowhere. Yeah, and the fact there's still, like I said, it, and maybe this is fake news or disinformation, but it was shocking for me to see a um, a debate. I believe in the in the in uh, DC there, 
mm -hmm. they were talking about why is why is mercury still in these fucking vaccines for kids <laughs> I know. I like know. It's so crazy where are we right now um brings me back to another a personal story which was when i was young my my grandfather who our grandparents didn't really talk to us kids they had seven of their own i was middle of seven but at that time i was the youngest of four mm -hmm. and i'll never forget i was at my my grandparents place and they had a really beautiful place on the lake in a little cabin and i was outside playing around and my grandfather came up to me and like I said, they, it was a different day and age. Grandparents didn't really talk much with their kids or grandkids, right? It was um, my grandfather, you know, very tough and rugged guy was, he, he said to me, he, he said, oh, look at your mom over there smoking a cigarette. My mom was standing on the porch having a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And I knew my grandparents didn't smoke or drink or any of that stuff. Um, not for religious reasons, just they just didn't have, didn't have those, you know, crutches or habits, right? And right. He said, look at your mom over there having a smoke. Are you going to smoke when you're older? And I said, no, Grandpa, that's gross, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, well, let me tell you. He said, when your grandmother was pregnant with your mom, she had the worst morning sickness she had. Keep in mind, my mom was the second born and the first girl. She said, "We." I took her to the doctor because I was really worried. She was, you know, very sick. Mm -hmm. And you know what the doctor told her? And I said, oh, what? So the doctor told her she should take up smoking. It would curb her anxiety. It would help her sleep. It would get rid of the morning sickness and the nausea. What? I was like, what? <laughs> he said, He said, you know what else? He said, a few years later, he was suffering from what, what I believe was is now like um, electric radiation sickness. Mm -hmm. He worked mm -hmm. for a hydro company. And back then, they literally climbed the poles to string the hydro lines. They were up there amidst the live ones and the dead ones. And, you know, it wasn't as... Uh, safe and foolproof as it is now in a way where not to say it is but um you know they didn't have all those extra pieces of equipment and bucket trucks and all that kind of stuff right but he told me he said i went into the doctor he said i was you know doing a lot of work stringing hydro lines and he said i i was sick he said i wasn't feeling well and you know i was up on the hydro poles all the time with all the transformers and stuff and he said, I went into the doctor. I said, you know, I don't have any energy, you know, and, and my mom will tell the story as well, even though, you know, she might not believe in the in the whole thing of it. But uh, that's the first thing the doctor told him was like, oh, you're lacking energy. Oh, you, you know, take up smoking. You'll lose weight. You'll have more energy, you, you know, heart, oh heart rate. Gosh. Yeah, all this stuff. Right. And it was total backward science. So mm -hmm. I, I, it's one of those things where I can't forget my grandfather telling me that and I also can't forget that my grandfather was literally uh 45 years older than me mm -hmm. so you take that and go back and mm -hmm. you know it was only 60 years ago maybe more mm -hmm. you know 70 years ago even where mm -hmm. doctors were literally prescribing cigarettes without any knowledge on what they actually did it was just oh well the cigarette companies told us that this is what they do so let's let's plug them Let's push. Them. Oh my gosh, they pushed it so hard, and that's the thing. I don't know if you ever watched Mad Men, but yep. in that show, Mad Men, like it's so accurate because that's all people did back then was smoke. You smoked everywhere. You smoked at the office. You smoked in the bathroom. You smoked at the bar. You smoked in your house. You smoked before you cooking dinner. Everybody smoked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. And it was under the guise that it was there for your health. It was to lose yeah. weight. It was to uh, suppress appetite. Which you know, again, it probably does. So does coffee in a way, right? We're diuretic mm -hmm. and all that, but. You know, we we got to realize too that there there is a, a day and age where 
you know, when you're when you're looking at the back of the potato chip bag and it says may cause anal leakage, warning, mm -hmm. like when did this, you know, when did this new study come out, right? Like, right. <laughs> where is this information even coming from? So, yeah, and that's what's crazy to me is, you know, in this past four months and all my focus has shifted to detox and nutrition, um, you know, which that was always a concern for me too, because I mean, I did a lot of fasting and stuff while I was injured to try to, you know, get myself into autophagy, which is the natural way your body produces stem cells and whatnot. But um, it's crazy to me that all of my appointments out of every specialist I saw, and I saw, you know, some pretty good specialists, I went to Cleveland Clinic, the best place, nobody asked me about my diet. Nobody asked me about my environment. Nobody asked me about what, you know, electronics and stuff I'm exposed to. Nobody asked me that. No one, <laughs> no one. And, that, and that's a huge problem. I had no idea that nutrition is not even something that they're taught in medical school. It's not even a required course, not even something that's on the docket. <laughs> See, and I, I can't help but think too, and one of my favorite shows of all time was, was Dr. House. Mm -hmm. um, house md i think was the show um and part of it was just that character i really liked that character uh you yes. something or yeah i can't remember the guy's name but anyways the funny thing with that show is like he kept saying you know everybody lies mm -hmm. and then they have episodes of the show where they couldn't figure out what was wrong with the person so they go and break into their house to <laughs> see if it was you know it like yeah he, you know, so A, you're going to ask the patient, but now we're not going to ask the patient. You know, that's where I stood with the whole COVID thing. And I'm like, okay, well, something ain't right here when Dr. House was wrong all the time on that show, right until the very end of the show, when they finally mm -hmm. got things figured out, right? So, you know, people to put this much faith in big pharma and, and the medical system, knowing that it's not the least flawed, you know, heavily researched um fully experienced thing in the world when mm -hmm. you know there's definite um case studies and lots of research and lots of history into more natural remedies right um right i think like the primary focus each time why are we not our bodies are incredible machines they're designed to do what they're designed to do why are we not empowering them and get to, getting them operating as they should no we're instead making us sick and the, the reason is because they want to make money off of us they don't make money off of us if we're not sick mm -hmm. <laughs> you know well so they put out the food the air the water and that's what they that's how they make a buck yeah i was lucky um grew up in the 80s of course and 90s um as a kid and one of my um my, uh, my parents um friends that they had met one time when we were younger probably about eight or nine years old i was um, my mom had introduced us to this family and the lady had, um, they'd lived off grid. They'd lived, you know, back when that wasn't even a thing, they lived backwoods lifestyles, but this lady had given birth to, I think six kids and all natural birth, all without any medical intervention whatsoever. She literally named her children after, you know, the trees they were, you know, born near or under or, you know, um, different mountains or, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Wildlife or, or you know, mm -hmm. these, and I wouldn't say hippie names, but kind of in a way. And mm -hmm. it was crazy because when we were um, later on in life, late teenagers, you know, almost adults, um, got to reconnect with a, a few of them. And those are some of the most healthy people I think I've ever met in my life. Right. And, you know? Yeah. But to... They've, uh, the, they've dodged all the bullets. <laughs> 
Possibly, right? Well, not only that, but more connected with with the reality of of the world, right? So, mm -hmm. and and the basics of uh, simplicity as well, right? Yeah. But um, it also reminds me, um, her my my mom's friend, this lady and uh, her husband, they had referred me to or my mom to a naturopath for me when I was a younger kid, probably about seven or eight years old. And I had had, you know, allergies to everything from my whole childhood, right? Um, asthmatic, I had migraines, um, hay fever, dust, pollen. These are all natural allergies for me. You know, went through the full panel of testing, cats, dogs, you know, birds, especially feathers, right? Dust, dander, you name it. Yeah. And also asthmatic. And my mom was a smoker. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, I was mm -hmm. the one of the, of, the, of, the, of the pack, right? And the youngest kids. Mm -hmm. Um, the crazy thing was though, I, I'll never forget. They put me on this diet, um, mm -hmm. a natural path. And back then, and like they said, the eighties, the natural paths weren't really a thing. Right. right. So this, um, this lady had met up with my mom and said, well, you know, what's the issue? Oh, well, he's hyperactive and he, you know, he has a hard time focusing at school apparently. And you know, all this kind of stuff. And this is pre Ritalin, thank God, but not far from it. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget my my mom's friend, this naturopath, had said, well, try this with him. And it was honey, goat's milk, and raw oats. Okay. I would literally have oatmeal with honey and goat's milk. That was it. That's all I okay. ate for weeks. Um, really? Like, not very long, but, you know, a couple weeks, few weeks. Mm -hmm. My allergies went away. My focus <laughs> was strained out. You know, the... And it wasn't because I was deprived of a bunch of, you know, chemical, but it most likely was a reaction. We didn't drink a lot of pop or Kool-Aid or any of that shit when we were kids. My mom was a great cook, always made real food at home, you know, um, gardening, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff as well. So we didn't, you know, we didn't live off of the preserved shit that we live off of today, right? Right. But in the in the spirit of detoxification, you know, people don't realize that, you know, uh, meeting an, uh, a nutritionist later on in my life, I found out that the reason that the honey worked was because I was eating local honey. Yes. And developing immunities naturally too. And that's what we did back in the day. You mm -hmm. know, that's, that's what the Egyptians used to do in order to combat, you know, infection or, you know, or any unwanted toxin, right? They they'd take the honey because it would help them fight off because, you know, bees are linked and you know they're worldwide bees people might not realize that but bees are everywhere should be mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah. you know and nobody's crying about that it's weird right the the loss in the honeybee population it's a, it's a shame as well right and nobody's really talking about that right and the fact that they're going to start um you know putting injecting bees with different things so that <laughs> you know that's what's pollinating our our plants and stuff and then that's how they're going to toxify <laughs> all of that process is by making the bees toxic i mean it's just insane all the levels they're going to to poison every angle of our food and water and everything that's why i just keep telling people please <laughs> Please make sure your water is good, your air is clean, your food sources are as clean as you can get them. If you can grow your own food, grow your own food. If you can learn how to can your own food, do that as well. You know, make sure that you're going back to the, the old ways and the roots because we you can't continue the way we've been going. You just can't. It's all down, you know, it's it's just taking a nosedive at this point. Yeah, very true. Very true. Well, you know, and and not to 
dwell too much on on what's happened there in uh, Ohio there. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, and maybe I was misinformed, I don't know, I didn't really do much digging, but apparently there was a few incidents in the same kind of time frame with mm-hmm. uh, train and chemical spills. And, you know, now might be a time where people should be a little more aware of, you know, how disconnecting from from this kind of thing we should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, know your sources where you're getting your food from. No, actually, like, know your sources. If you don't, then donate it. <laughs> That's my advice, you know. Uh, go to local butchers. Go to Amish country. Get your food in Amish country if you're close to Amish country, um, especially in my state. Uh, but that's just, yeah, we, we, have to, um, we have to stop thinking that because it's, says it's organic or it says it's this or whatever that it is because it's you know it's all run by the government (laughs) all that labeling and all of that is run by the government so you can't trust it you just can't no especially while the food pyramid i'm sure you've heard is is totally (laughs) yeah a joke cuckoo (laughs) i don't know how else to explain it but it totally makes no sense where corn pops are healthier than a you know a chicken breast oh what (laughs) right it's absurd Absolutely mm-hmm. absurd. So yeah, and it's funny you mentioned Dr. House. You know, I was under the impression when I got injured that I would walk into a, you know an emergency room or something, and that I'd find a Dr. House on the other end that was going to look at the full picture and do all the tests and get to the root of the issue and all that stuff. But it's that's a that's fiction, all fiction. I didn't meet a single doctor like that who wanted to compile all of my charts and look at everything as a whole. They always wanted to separate it. You're, you know, go to the neurologist, go to the nephrologist, go to the, you know, rheumatologist, all this stuff. But nobody wanted to look at the whole picture. I'm like, that's why they're never going to, first of all, admit what happened to me. But they're second of all, not going to be able to compile the information and, uh, you know, in such a way that it's going to make them uh, an undeniable fact that <laughs> I was actually injured. They would never compile all that data because they know what it would point to. And it's just annoying to me. I figured that people that got into medicine um, were like Dr. House. They wanted to help people and get to the root of the problem and help them find a cure. Um, That is very much not how it works at all. Well, or at least, you know, um, um, collect some thoughts and have some discussion with other colleagues there. Yeah. That was one thing about Dr. House, which, you know, a lot of people don't you don't really realize is they always had those, you know, oh, well, let's get the interns together. Let's try and figure out what's going on here. Let's, you know, make a study of this, but also, you know, learn something as we're going here. And it's, it, that's a harsh reality where a lot of times if they have a chance for a second opinion with another doctor, that guy's overwhelmed as well, or that, you know, mm-hmm. and it, they're just so quick to excuse nowadays. And you guys deal with private medical down there too. And that can't be very affordable when you're yeah. having to be forwarded to this specialist and you know no at first I didn't have any medical care so of course I racked up some debt I ended up getting on state medical but then when you're on state medical the quality of your care is completely diminished you know you see the bottom of the barrel of the care um, and are often mistreated because of who your insurance is through which is state insurance Um, so I went through that as well that's definitely another issue that people don't talk about is um why is our level and quality of care measured by how much we pay in insurance in the U.S.? That's totally absurd. 
it should not matter. Um, and, and then, you know, on the other flip side of the coin, I know Canadian injured people that have absolutely gotten nowhere with, with the healthcare system there. I didn't get very far with my healthcare system, but the Canadian healthcare system is even worse even worse. Um, I have a friend Leah who she's, she's severely injured and she's pregnant and just suffering all the time. Um, she actually suffered several miscarriages before this was a viable pregnancy. So of course she's been paranoid the whole time, but she's almost ready to pop actually. Um, but she's been so sick while she's been pregnant and she can get no support. The only support she has is from our little chat group and us coming together and, you know, helping her out, you know, just give her your moral support and being there for her. That's all we can do. You know, I did send her a wand, but she can't use it until she has the baby. And I'm hoping that we can finally get her some relief. And what's crazy is her toddler was breastfed by her when she was vaccinated. Now her toddler has eczema, this horrible um, eczema that breaks out on her cheeks from the vaccine. So her daughter is also vaccine injured from her breast milk. It's just an awful story. Yeah, that's a, uh... And it's it's one of those unfortunately um, unpopular opinions, if you want to call it that, where people are in full denial. I know um, our regular co-host here, Blaine, um, has been following and actually presenting our local um, provincial and federal with the stats on fertility rates and you know miscarriages and and all of this um, serious concern that we're know? noticing for data. <laughs> Did you know that the fetuses are having heart attacks? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if anybody follows me on, yeah, if anybody follows me on TikTok, I have a video of the doctor who discovered this. You know, he's doing his own study. Um, but yeah, the fetuses are dying of heart attacks from vaccinated mothers. The fetus. <laughs> yeah. Like you could, how could you? And you know, people argue about the you know, the effects of it and it's not really doing anything and the athletes are dropping dead, but uh, you know, a brand new fetus is having a heart attack and you're going to try to say it's not related. It's just insane. Yeah. Well, what I hate is when they go back to, Oh, well, that's always happened. Oh, well, you know, the athletes, there's always been an athlete on the field. And so no, there hasn't. Like, where, where <laughs> are we getting these? Where are we getting these, you know, these fake stats and fake history from, yeah, I'm sure there's an athlete now and again that, you know, but not in the numbers we're seeing. It's like the doctors here in Canada. I think we lost 10 of them in a month. And yeah. they're young, fit individuals. And it's like, okay, like, warning. And none, nobody else is standing up. Like, that would be the day if I was in, you know, healthcare as, say, a nurse or something like that in the hospital. I'd be like, you know what? I'm taking a stance right now. I'm out. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like seriously, especially you know, it's getting it's getting pretty bad here. They're they're at the point where the prime minister is now trying to censor TikTok, you know, wow. which is kind of crazy because the news just came out that TikTok's the one that installed him, or sorry, Communist China was the one that installed him. So now he <laughs> wants us to uninstall TikTok. So it's yeah, it's a yeah, wow. it's, it's crazy. It's a wild world right now. But anyhow, Stacy, it's been great to have you on again. And uh, we do hope to be, you know, keeping up with you and uh, and following your journey there and wish you all the best in, uh, you know, reaching out to to all kinds of people that are looking for pain relief and, uh, you know, um, embracing this product and, and hopefully providing decent testimonies and and real life reviews on, on, you know, some sort of better future for them. Yeah, and anybody who purchases with me gets full, free professional support from my mentor, Ethan Leeds, 30 years experience, nutritional um, 
holistic nutritionist. So yeah, you also get that as a perk too. We do a consultation with you. We get your, your stats, what you're doing, what you have done, what you tried, all of that. We get you dialed in and we'll get you a better quality of life.